Are we ready? Is it playing? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lonely Man's Podcast, fastest growing podcast in the world. Still 189 subscribers on YouTube. Very sad right now. We're trying to get to 1,000 before the end of the year. Please hit that subscribe button, everybody. Smash it. We should uh, make one of those little things that we put in there that it pops up and it says like and subscribe. I think I got one of those. I'll throw yeah. it in there right yeah. here. <laughs> right Over there. There. Ben Basanga is still with us. Yo, we got a special guest here. Uh, we do. We got our friend got Katie Felton in the house, everybody. Hello. Hello, 184? 89. 89. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, five people I forgot about. We had 184 like six months ago. We have five <laughs> subscribers yeah. since then. One a month, right? So by, we'll be at 190 by February. Dog. Well, yeah. you'll have 190 here in the next You're going to smash that subscribe? Day. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you guys let me do, out. Let me do a live check on the subscribers. Maybe it's gone up. Not 189 <laughs> still holding you strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got four minutes. That's the average listen time. So, Okay. I, I did, I'm uh, just kidding. I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I did Caleb Ogden's podcast last week, and all we talked was analytics. And then I gave him my YouTube analytics app after the podcast, and he said we have really good retention and watch time really? for a small podcast. Impre- Way to go, everybody. So, you know, I like yeah. to think we're growing grassroots style, you know, like a we grassroots are. movement. We got a hardcore 25 yeah. people that listen audio only, and then I don't know what's going on on YouTube. We can't catch the algorithm wave. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. um... Just, I did get my degree in advertising yes. and not to make more p- problems for you guys, but it is called Lonely Man. So maybe you should rename it to Mans with Lots of Friends that <laughs> also want to subscribe <laughs> to podcasts. I thought the the OnlyFans parody logo would catch people's attention. <laughs> maybe they're like, I'm a lonely man. I don't need any more of them in my life. <laughs> I, Katie, I think you're onto something here. Right? <laughs> Ben, we're rebranding. I don't know what we're going to be called next week, but it's going to be way... Yeah. We're going to be the holy mans, but with hoes. You know what I'm saying? And we'll put a hoe... A holy man, A tool in the logo, or maybe like an actual hoe. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I like the holy that. mans. Oh, I thought it was holy mans. Holy. We were, we were going to get all... The, like, because religion's coming back now, oh, so... Okay, I got an idea. Well, yeah. Hear me out. We yeah. spell it holy mans, like a holy, yeah. but... We're dressed like priests, mm-hmm. but we got a bunch of badass bitches dressed like nuns in the logo. Now we, Ooh, that's okay. like ho. We don't have a bitches budget on this podcast. We don't yet. have a bitches budget. We got a But you know, we don't fake it till we make it. We'll find some. Yeah, listen, <laughs> we we, we got to start with those where there is no vision, the people will perish, yeah. dog. We got to have a vision. We'll do like right? Andrew Tate. He started with one webcam girl and then <laughs> built a whole. Uh, and then he beat her into convincing her exactly. friends. But yeah, built a whole sex trafficking empire <laughs> off that one woman held you against know? her will yeah, and know? one year you'll have a thousand subscribers and charges against you for human <laughs> trafficking I mean, if you don't have charges against you are you really make it in life yeah. everybody has charges against them now like will smith's got charges against them everyone's got charges Nona Ryder has charges. <laughs> you're, you're, Felicity Huffman spent time behind bars. That's true. Martha Stewart's a straight up felon. True. You're Everyone's right. got charges. I don't got no charges. Donald I got no Trump has charges and he's president, bro. Hunter Biden's got charges. Yeah. Everyone's oh. got charges. Katie, dog. have you ever been arrested? Nope, never. I'm too scared of everything. <laughs> what's the close? <laughs> what's the most trouble you've ever been in in your entire life? Hey, like, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. It was pretty. It was close to that. Uh, and I think any the only thing that comes top of mind is in college. 
they were building a dorm across from my dorm and they just like kept the construction area open mm-hmm. so me and my friends were like we'll explore this sounds fun Ooh, urban exploration yeah, yeah wild um and Rebel I, behavior right exactly super crazy uh and somebody saw us in a building and was like oh no there's people in the dorm and the police came like full ready to capture us because they thought we were getting copper from the wiring oh, to right. sell yeah. and turns out in fight or flight i'm a flight uh i was about to run and they were like get on the ground and i was like okay <laughs> and then uh they detained us and were like what were you doing and were we were like handcuffed? no not yeah. even but we were just like we were White exploring female privilege exactly did you, did you cry did you cry i did not cry did anyone in your crew cry no but my friend had a pocket knife we, it was me and my Smart. friend there might be crackheads and they're stealing copper that right <laughs> and two shake. guys <laughs> yeah. and they checked the guys but my friend was like i have a pocket knife and they were like okay you're fine <laughs> so she just put it out there she's like yeah. i got weapons they're like all right, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure here's the thing, though. Like, when I first heard you talk on stage, I was like, is she trying to, like, put on a voice? Like, is this, like, a thing that she's doing? And then I was like, oh, no, this is how she talks. Like, I can't imagine someone being like, what are you doing? And then you responding and then being like, she's a criminal. Get her. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) They're like, no, you're not. We're going to kill her. No, they'd be like, who's in there? Where are your parents? What are you doing? Just (laughs) just getting copper wiring for a rainy day. And they're like, you go on, miss. (laughs) Take your copper and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Wait, miss, is this your catalytic converter? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Be the last person I'd see. I I don't know. I've I've always felt like do you ever feel like you would last in prison? Do you feel like you ever think about that? Like if you would make it there? Um, I just think about how skinny I would get and that makes me excited mm. cuz I'm a a picky eater, so I probably would just starve slightly. <laughs> um, just also do a, do a lot of prison yoga. Yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot of body weight exercises. <sighs> um, I don't know. I think I would do okay i think about that i was like oh i could just like read and work out like i I, I, I never (laughs) i I thought i was gonna do that during the quarantine and never did yeah but yeah yeah, i'd be afraid of a fight like anything with razors i'd be like oh no (laughs) (laughs) with razors someone's shaving their legs it's like oh no like your legs are beautiful (laughs) have you ever been in like a fight in real life like have you ever been a fight no i've so well, I guess I don't necessarily want to put this out in the universe, but I've done a lot of like contact sports. Mm. So I think I could be scrappy. Yeah. But no, I've never. But I want to kind of get in a did fight. Did you play to field hockey? How. I did lacrosse in high school. Mm-hmm. Then I did roller derby when I got out of college. And oh, then that's I did. Right. You talked about that on Kelton. Yeah. I did jujitsu like over the pandemic mm-hmm. time. So, you know, I know fighting, but you know, how, how aggressive does roller derby get? Um, it can get 
fairly aggressive. I did it. It's like called broken noses or teeth missing. Anything like it that? It definitely could get to that level. I did renegade, which means like there's no rules, there's no penalties. <laughs> so like if they see something, it's prison rules. Yeah. yeah, there's only one rule. It's there is no exactly. <laughs> Just murdering each other. What's up. the goal of, or how do you score a goal in? Uh, yeah, how do you win? So there's a girl called the jammer, and she's the point scorer. And then there's a pivot, and they're like the pace keeper. And then there's three blockers. So the jammer needs to go around the ring and pass the pivot in order to uh, score a point. Well, holding the, is it a ball? No, there's no ball or anything. Uh, The referee just like, you have a little star on your helmet that Uh, says like, hey, I'm that person. Okay. Um, So they try to like block you the whole time? Yeah. And in Renegade, I'm pretty sure it's like, a minute and a half you have per jam so it's not a lot of time but since there's no penalties there's no game stoppage to like expand the time what was your position i was the jammer i was like oh, shit. so everyone's trying to get you the yeah whole time. i was 30 pounds lighter so i would get straight armed a lot and just the girls in general lovely people but like at least where i was doing um, roller derby on the bigger side, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're just like just wrecking your shop. You just come through the hole, and they're just like, yeah, no, yeah. you don't. Yeah, like exactly. Just, so there were no rules, but what kind of rules can there be? So the only rule was like you can't just like cut through. So there's like a track just outlined pretty much, and you can't like just skate through. Yeah, the middle. skate through <laughs> the middle and be like. <laughs> I'm here now. But do people institute like contact rules or anything like that? Not really, which is, can be a problem. Like not when I was there, but I had heard stories of like, you know, after the game, there would be like fist fights in the parking lot because people would be like, you were doing something shady or you kept like picking me out or just like shut shit like that but like Mm -hmm. if you wanted to be a bitch like you could trip people right when the whistle blew you could push people down you could like i took a girl was passing me and i took my skates and clamped them around her skates so she just like fell flat on her face (laughs) girls are savage yeah but i just want to point out what girl is there a name for that move (laughs) i don't i don't know but there should be (laughs) the The felton fumble yeah Yeah, she got felt up (laughs) Uh, yeah but like i've always wondered like if one girl's like targeting you the whole time and just fucking your shit up is fighting her in the parking lot like really in your best interest like if you couldn't get her on the like skates do you really want to see her like are you about that life do you want that smoke maybe or is if it you like, roll oh. up with three other chicks with you. is it yeah. like more of a skill thing or is it just like being bigger and more like powerful and like stronger is like a bigger thing like what um i think usually there was like attitude or words exchanged at that point so mm-hmm. then it's like more of a reputation thing the girls i knew in worcester that played uh roller derby were some pretty big girls like they like they they worked at a like a notorious dive bar and there was never a bouncer there because you didn't need one of these chicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah these that's they handled my their kind shit. of yeah, bar they were, yeah. they were burly i think that's a good word to Shout describe to the hotel them, vernon yeah worcester massachusetts <laughs> got some burly bitches on that thing they, they're hefty they were out here they were ready yeah, they were stout. <laughs> like I don't know what, what the was, word uh, to describe them, but they were. They were what in was there. your name in roller derby? Leprechunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, solid. Yeah. <laughs> would you Would you dress up like a leprechaun? No, I never did. We had like uniforms, so 
What was the team called? We were Orange County Renegade. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I'm trying to think now. No, Outlaw. We were Outlaw Renegade. Um, who were some of them? Uh, Iron Man. <laughs> or Dukes of Earl. Uh, I thought it would be Dykes of Earl. <laughs> Ooh, Dike, Dykes of Hazard. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Mustachio. And she would like... It was more about like our announcer would announce like crazy shit mm-hmm. when he would call us out. So like mine would be like to go look for her like pot of gold under golden showers or like weird shit like that. Yeah. Um, my f- mustachio was all about like, you know, mustache rides and mm-hmm. different stuff. Did she have a mustache? Was she Italian? No. She just liked you, got, you had a, an Irish theme name, so I'm like, maybe that's what she's going for. No, it's, they're just like, str- I don't know, whatever you kind of are into or think is creative. Mm-hmm. There was, um, oh no, I can't think of it, but like some type of presidential spanking relation name that was really clever that now I can't think of. So it just Dan, what would your roller derby do? Yeah. That's a good one. I was just thinking about that. I was trying uh, to think of something with like Congo yeah. or Africa. You know, mine would probably be um I come in peace. And then that would be it. <laughs> you know, like some people they come I come in peace, but it would be I C U M the letter N and then peace. <laughs> I come in peace. And that would be probably I don't know why. That's hilarious to me. Okay, you guys don't find it that funny, but that is funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my head trying to think of my like pun name long. the whole time. <laughs> good. Uh, Slim Reaper's already taken. Uh, you get, ben gave me that. The I Slim like that Reaper. Was a, a basketball player. Oh, man. Oh, the Slim yeah. Reaper's so good for you, though. He doesn't go by Slim yeah. Reaper. I just think it's a funny nickname. Yeah. They were just talking about failed Kevin Durant nicknames, and one of them was Slim Reaper. <laughs> oh, he never went by Slim no, Reaper? No. Oh, then I can like, take it. Yeah. yeah Slim he, Reaper's mine. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could do something with, like, the n-word and then <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. really catch people i don't know if you want that responsibility but you know that's the thing about being black is that you have the responsibility of all blackness on your shoulders at all times that's <laughs> anytime they're like this is what black people do this is my example and then i'm just like I'm the only nigga here. It's like I know, and that's <laughs> the extent. Instead of, of Kirby Puckett, you could be Derby Fuckett. Uh, <laughs> all right, <That's> all <laughs> the name game's over. Also, how the fuck do you know Kirby Puckett? Who is Kirby Puckett? <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked that you know who the name Kirby Puckett. What sport did he play? Kirby, you don't even know. I have no idea. Yeah, I was just trying to run Derby, and I came up with Kirby, and I'm like, Kirby Puckett's an athlete, I think. Kirby Puckett isn't it? He was a baseball player for the Minnesota Twins in the early '90s and late '80s. I don't know how you know Kirby Puckett. It's a, it's a popular. He's a popular dude. I guess. Okay, I guess so. I just didn't think that it was reaching your lexicon of very limited sports knowledge. <laughs> yeah, but I pull out references. From he time, does so. very random references, and Kirby Kirby Puckett caught me off guard. How do you know about a Twins player in the 90s? Because I was a sports nerd growing up. Uh, like, okay. super sports nerd. Yeah, but like, even Twins fans don't 
know twins history i, I feel like i probably know more of most people's sports history than they do ben watches uh sports center and porn that's it oh, okay. that's all he, that's all no. he takes in hey 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 i do not watch sports center anymore <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't watched i haven't watched porn in a minute i don't even think about it lately which is good do you want do you have cable can you watch sports center do, can I watch Sports Center? Yeah. No, not on. Sometimes if there's an NBA game, but I realize like how much of a nerd I'm watching. Like it'll be like a Tuesday at like 11 p.m. and I will be watching like a, I don't know, like a Washington Wizards versus the Charlotte Nets for no reason. Like Hornets. <laughs> like I'm just watching this game. I'm like, oh man, terrible pick and roll defense. And everyone's like, why would you? No one is watching this game. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'd you rather. You just went to a Hornets game in real life, too. I did. <laughs> to watch Kyrie play, he, yeah. he showed up in a yarmulke, so that was cool. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing his Bethlehem sixes. They really. Oh, my goodness. No, it was. Uh, yeah, it's just random shit. I don't know. I'm like a sports nerd. Like, I'd mm. rather just have that on in the background while I'm doing something than like anything else. Yeah. Katie, like we brought you on the podcast to talk about some talk nerdy about stuff. Sports. No, to talk yeah. about nerdy stuff because uh, I saw you on Kill Tony and you were saying you got a new job working with AI and we've been talking about AI on this podcast a lot lately. Yes. Um, we had the AI, uh, we've been playing with ChatGPT. Are you familiar with that? No. It's like an AI chatbot owned by Okay, I have Elon heard Musk. about this. It'll write you like papers and like all, or it'll write code for you, like all oh, types of stuff. that's cool. If you prompt it. Yeah, so we had it uh write uh, a promo for the show which ben read on the show was it good did it turn out well the promo yeah it was, it was quite solid the, their copyright was a little hacky but you know okay yeah it is very like basic we had to write john rice uh, a promotional bio but like we put in like <laughs> he's 40 from seattle gay he's a regular on the dating app sniffies and, it said, and then we said <laughs> make it funny and it said john has more energy than a puppy uh on red bull no fail <laughs> but i feel like that came directly from elon musk's brain yeah. he's like this is funny you know what's funny elon musk is writing all of the <laughs> jokes on chat yeah. <laughs> that's the one this is why twitter and tesla are failing elon, <laughs> elon's this, too busy writing jokes on exactly. chat this app is failing yeah chat gpt is at capacity right now i was gonna have it write interview questions for you oh. so i don't have to do any work that would have been smart. But uh, what's the AI that you're working with? Um, it is going. It's AI for uh, like phone ordering for fast food restaurants. Oh, okay. So not that exciting. For calling or for like an like an app like for Uber calling. Eats? Okay. Yeah. So it's like voice re recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they it like introduces itself to you and mm -hmm. says a name and it sounds fairly human and then it will. Like read is it a male or a female? I don't know if it switches, but when I called it, it was a female. Mm -hmm. And then it will read you the menu or ask you what you want. It'll be like, do you want to order or do you want to hear the specials? And then, you know, you're is like. Is it kind of like when you try to call a pharmacy now? Or you try to call anything customer service? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh. Um, But the, like, exciting part that I'm, like, you know, we're going to be living in the Jetsons is they want to go into the drive through, mm -hmm. like get in that kind of thing, which I think would be cool. Yeah. Hopefully it can understand me better than most of the people that work <laughs> drive throughs right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. And I'll probably be able to understand the AI way better than I can. The people that work. True. There. Yeah. I like very rude too. I mean, I used to work at fast food and I wasn't like <laughs> the nice. Some guy flipped out at me. I was working the front counter 
at McDonald's on the highway. And I just said like, hey, what can I get for you? And he's like, good morning. And I was like, dude, come on. Yeah. What are we doing here? Straight look at, to look, business. Look at where we both are right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that I do that all the time on like instant message. I just like say what I want. And people are like, hey, hey, how are you? And then answer my question. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I should be approachable. That's, <laughs> I, I fail on dating apps because I'm very like autistic, I guess. Like <laughs> I'm just like, hello, would you like to go on dates? <laughs> Does Tuesday work for you? Thank you. See you then. <laughs> I like that you like have a plan in place already. Though. Yeah. You try to get to it as quickly as possible because yeah. people are flaky on the app. Exactly. I don't really like how they always try to make AI human. Like, let AI be like a fucking machine. Like, I don't have to have somebody that sounds like a human answer my order. You're more comfortable as like, hello, what would you like? No, to I do? don't want him to even ask me. I want a sign that says push button for your order. And if I want a number four, then I fucking push a number four. No, but Katie Services, you're calling like a delivery service, like a pizza restaurant or something. Yeah. Be like, press number four to order number four. And then I'll press four. Yeah. I don't want this thing to fucking. I, I'd rather talk to a like a menu where I just choose items than like a person trying to be a human but can't have human interactions. Like when I'd be like, please wait one second for the next person. In the meantime, I'm like, motherfucker, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that more than anything. Like give me a fucking menu that I know is a fucking machine, not a but fucking machine trying to be That still sounds robotic. It would be more human-like. It was like... <coughs> Please wait a moment. Anyway, how is your day going today? I, <laughs> yeah, that try, would freak me out. <laughs> I can't stand that shit. They're, they're trying but to they make don't it do that. They're, What's not, up? they're not doing that. They're yeah. trying to make it do that shit. Are but, they, Katie? Is that what, does yours have a... I don't know. Going? We'll see once... Like, does it have the boyfriend experience? On that'd be thing? cool. <laughs> Maybe I should... I should implement that. <laughs> I can write jokes for it and be like, while people are waiting, we can give them a joke. <laughs> I just wait. I can't wait till they give you like, now you can get the black woman at the DMV experience. <laughs> 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 That's going to be top notch. Oh yeah. If I could choose my race and gender when I yeah. call up, that would be wonderful. You know? <laughs> That's Based on goal. your race and gender, I we assigned you this one. I want sassy black female, please. <laughs> Like the chicks at the, what's that place in Chicago? The Wiener Circle? Ooh. You ever heard about that yes. place? Yeah, the black women that like roast you the yes. whole time. They're like, what do you want, motherfucker? Hurry the fuck up. What are you, stupid? I want AI to do that to me. That'd be cool. It's like that place in, uh, they have one of those like Dick Slash Resort in Boston, I think is like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They do that. And they have one of those out here too where the people just treat you like dicks and shit. Yeah. That's like a thing. Where's yeah. the place out here? I think it's called Dick Slash Resort. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think it's in Austin. I think it's in Texas somewhere, like Houston. Oh, yeah, probably Houston. Dallas or something. Yeah, there's a lot more things out there. I didn't realize that Austin was like the little brother to all of those cities in Texas for the longest of time until very recently. Austin's trying to like grow up, and everyone's like, "Shut the fuck up, Austin. Go back to being fucking weird and in your hippie Austin corner." Austin had yeah. its moment like last year. I think yeah. it's uh, trying to kind of fade out. Right <laughs> it now. is. It is slowly phasing out, and I feel like. Now I feel like more people I found are leaving Austin than coming to Austin. I mean, people are still coming, but I right. notice a lot of people are now leaving Austin. Mm -hmm. Like, even people that were just like, oh, I'm so hyped to be here. And then, like, it's been like a year. They're like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of Austin. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Dillon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he still has a property. He's not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> property values. They're That's going what you got to do. Well, he property. also lived in the burbs, so, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the burps are different. Yeah, he's like very far away from the airport and like yeah. everything. Yeah. He's like, I lived in Westlake in a mansion and I hated it. And like, <laughs> it's like you were never downtown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah is like or you go to Rogan's studio, which I think is out in the woods somewhere too. Yeah. I think it's like on his property mm-hmm. in Westlake or Lakeway or one of those fancy places. Yeah, Westlake and Lakeway. That's where the that's where the bread is at in Austin. If Lakeway is hella expensive. Yeah, I remember driving into Lakeway like, oh shit, things are different over here. Yeah, yeah Lakeway's definitely different. I know some people that lived in Lakeway and I pulled up to the house. I was like, oh, oh, this this is what we're doing. Okay, this is mm-hmm. this is yeah. how we feel. Like, yeah, I talked exactly. to some kid. And his parents were like renting a house out there. It was like five thousand dollars a month or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the blue hair definitely fades out pretty fast yeah. once you get out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the audiences outside of Austin, Texas, because they're like real people. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like young and stupid. It is very weird. Austin has a very specific type of audience in terms of like everyone here is like young feeling. Like if they're older, they're trying to be hip, you know, like so it feels very young and like What are you trying to Austin. say, dude? I don't get uh, Yeah, you, know, you got about? guys that are like 35 still wearing skinny jeans. And you're like, that's fine. That's completely fine. <laughs> if they look good on you, that you should wear them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I'm never leaving Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to buy new pants or try out a new style. Jesse's yeah. found his people. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm locked in over here. Dude. <laughs> Got that long-term lease. <laughs> Are you from Austin, Katie? No, I'm from Orange County, California, but I've been here for eight years. So, mm-hmm. so you moved like here before the rush. Yeah. Have you noticed like changes like with the new sitcom, Austin comedy scene versus the old comedy scene? Uh, You've been doing yes comedy and no. what, four Three years? going on four years. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like super connected to the old Austin comedy scene before the world shut down. Uh, I was doing it like I was, yeah, recreationally is that's what I was going to use, but like, I don't think that's the right term, but um, I don't know. I would just say I felt like I understand, but it was like a little bit more clickish than it is now. But when uh, you first moved to Austin, did people tell you you missed the boat? Because I feel like people do that every few years in Austin. Like, oh, you just moved here? You should have been here five years ago. But everyone says that every five years. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. They were like, it was so much better and weirder and cooler. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. But do I need all of that in my life? Uh, Unclear. (laughs) (laughs) When was that? Like 2014, 15? Yeah, 2014. Uh, But when I moved here, like all these nice ass apartments that are around like were just little Mexi marts with um, ladies of the night hanging outside of them. So that was fun. Yeah. I heard uh Riverside used to be more like ratchet back in the day. Yeah. Like we still have a Planned Parenthood and uh, like a Chinese food restaurant next to a shitty arcade. Right. Like, and there's remnants. Yeah. <laughs> you still have, yeah, the planet fitness and all that stuff. So yeah. I love the all those remnants of hood. Like you're just like yeah, Didi's discount. Yeah, it's still, it's still pretty ratchet. Exactly. Over there. Certain things that you just know. You're like, oh, Martin Luther King Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dollar store. There's a Chinese M- restaurant. MLK's all like high rise apartments yeah. now too. True. Not all of it yet, but yeah, MLK's gotten like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
The streets are still pretty, like, uh, the street, like, uh, the physical streets are terrible on <laughs> Martin Luther. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't fixed that up yet. They haven't gentrified the pavement yet. Which, like, we'll get to it. That shit is crazy because it's in every city. Like, no matter what city you go in, you can find an MLK Boulevard and you're like, if I follow this down, I will find black people. <laughs> like, they're going to be, <laughs> we're going to find the hood eventually if I follow MLK in any city in America yes. you go to. Mm-hmm. You've never been to MLK and you're like, oh, wow, this is a very affluent suburb area. Like, it's never one yeah. time happened. Worcester changed one of its streets to Martin Luther King just like in the last like decade or so. Just like, <laughs> so it was just like, yeah, this is MLK now. We're like, I don't even remember what it used to be anymore. It's where the Palladium is. I think that's like on MLK. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> we need one in here. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it the sketchiest street in Worcester. We just throw it right it, here. It's not, though. It's where like the DCU Center is. It's like a lot of businesses, and it's nice. Well, that's nice. It's not, yeah. it, but, but no, that park in the middle of that thing right by the Capitol building, that park is hella sketchy. Yeah. That part is so, that that park is the sketchiest spot in Worcester. True. Like you, I used to work right across from that in the middle of the day, and I'd be like, the fuck is happening in this fuckery <laughs> in daylight yeah like bro why like it, it was the epitome of fuckery in worcester was that park right there and mm. and, and they switched mlk to be right there coincidence yeah. maybe but if you follow it down to the other parts of it kind of if you go down towards uh the university down that way mm-hmm. it gets pretty sketchy that way yeah yeah the the tents are starting to pop back up in Austin. They yeah. are. Shout out to that. I like. It's nice to see them try, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the city did last year because we moved here in 2021. Right. And like all of Riverside was like a tent city. Oh, yeah. And then underneath 35 was like absolute chaos. Totally. That whole parking lot. I know. Lot, you I couldn't was, park there ever. I, I mean, no offense to the homeless, but I always thought that was crazy when you drive down Riverside and people are paying like 2400 a month for a one bedroom and you just look out to homeless people. So like I get why they did it. But yeah, I don't know where they went. But that's a good question. It's like, where did they go? What did they do? I took Old Torf here and the old um, Sonic is now just like a tent city, which is I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> go! You guys are building community. Yeah, put it over in Ben's neighborhood, yeah. not in my. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like Austin sketchiness, I feel like is. Did you see the rise of like the tents pop up? Was it pre twenty twenty? Yeah. Well, no, it was about like twenty twenty ish. Cause they, Austin was like, we're progressive. We're gonna. They had laws that were like, you can't have tents. And then Austin was like, no, that's not fair. These people are living out on the street. They should have protection. Mm -hmm. So we voted for a law that would allow tents to happen. And then the homeless people were like, fuck yes. And then we were like, oh, we we did a bad thing. Not definitely the tents, just a few. We fucked up. We thought you guys would move in together, consolidate. (laughs) (laughs) We really expanded this operation. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was out of control. We were still like, yeah, we're moving here. It's it's lit down here. Let's go. <laughs> if all else fails, I'm exactly. just grabbing a tent. <laughs> we were gonna consolidate our tent though. We were gonna share one big tent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah we just really put cared. sheets up in the middle yeah. and on the inside. Yeah, some people when we first moved here, some people had some ridiculous tent setups. I remember one dude. He had solar power in his tent. And I was like, bro, Ooh. what? There was a barber just chopping hair up on the fucking tent. He had his own yeah. little makeup shit. Like, no, those guys go from like camp to camp and help homeless people. Bro, uh. no, no, no. There was one guy who had in his little encampment like a little booth set up. 
it looked like he had posted up shop there and he'd been there for a uh, minute. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this dude's doing he's doing numbers. We did see like, the solar panel and I was like, Don't you need to install that? And someone's like, No, if you plug something into that solar panel, it will work. And oh, I was like, that's cool. That's pretty tight, but where did you get that solar panel? <laughs> yeah, bro. This dude's like, <laughs> right? Don't worry about it. Dude. He's like the he same place I got my TV. Bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> These guys are out here. A truck fell off the back of it fell off the back of the truck. What part? Wait, so you grew up in L.A. in Cali, Orange County? Orange County, which is an hour south of L.A. and an hour north of San Diego. So then what, like, how'd you end up in Austin? Like, at some point where you're just like, I want to leave here? Or you just like, yes. what was in Austin? Um, I'm an only child. Mm. And so I feel the need to be away from my family <laughs> <laughs> for a large amount of time. Um. I went to college in Arizona, moved home for a year, and was deciding. I went to NAU. No. Northern Arizona? Yes. That's in what, Flagstaff? Correct, yeah. Okay, yeah. I I almost went there. ASU is the, like, I guess everybody now smokes weed, but that was like the party school, Mm -hmm. alcohol. NAU was like the party school, like weed and Uh, psychedelics and stuff. Did you do any of that out there? No. Well, I mean, I like started smoking weed in college, but still have not experimented with psychedelics, but I'm leaning more towards it. Mushrooms are everywhere in Austin, but I've yet to do them here. I just don't know like how to buy them or what to say or how much to take. I say. I think you could probably go on stage and say, hey, I want mushrooms. I want mushrooms and someone's going to bring Nobody gives me free drugs. Like the amount of times I've been in Creek and people have been like, oh, I just got offered Coke in the bathroom. And I'm like, hello, I'm in the bathroom. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I drugs are easy. Oh, wait, easy to find here. I did mushrooms once in Austin. Someone gave me a microdose capsule. It was like a point two. Oh. We haven't done mushrooms together. That's um, we were together. We, I, feel, I feel like we've purposely taken mushrooms together. You and I have done mushrooms together in Massachusetts, but not in Austin. You guys, it sounds like we all need to do mushrooms after this. No, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, we'll do our Patreon episode. This is gonna be a weird episode. <laughs> Yo, so this episode. <laughs> I'll be like, the camera's talking to me. It has a face. Oh, shit. I don't know. Hang around some of the bands that hang around the comics. Those guys always have mushrooms. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, and then. You can find mushrooms. I don't know how. I don't know. When people are like, oh, it's so hard to find drugs, I'm always like, I feel like drugs find me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just be hanging out, and someone will be like, yo, you looking for something, man? I got you. Bro, I was literally just sitting here on my phone, not yeah. mind, minding my own fucking business. And people would be like, y'all, let me know, dog. I got you. Whatever. I've been offered ketamine time. many times. That's yeah. out here. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been offered ketamine. <laughs> nope. Not offered. I do. I would be interested in ketamine therapy, mm-hmm. but I don't. Ketamine. That's what a lot of people oh. claim to be doing out here. But <laughs> they're just doing no. ketamine. <laughs> so, like, I'm prescribed this nasal spray. They're like, how many times are you supposed to hit it? They're like, not this many times. <laughs> <laughs> No, I need Nasal? somebody to watch me. Yeah. And to help me, but no. I don't know. Let me see the the, the vibe. I don't yeah. even like like being on stage too high, so No, I'm not really a fan of that. No, that's not the same. Maybe late no. night at the creek I'll let it go a little bit. I think I've been on Molly at the Creek on stage. Oh, that's fun. That yeah. sounds like a fun experience. It was okay. But when I when I do drugs I have a hard time like remembering my jokes though. Same. Yeah. But back to my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so, you went to NAU. Yes. And then after school, I moved home for a year and was either going to go into the Peace Corps or move away again. And then... What does the Peace Corps do? Um, They help, like, create... Ki- not... I was going to... Like, infrastructure, but not, like, physical infrastructure. So, like, um, what I wanted to do was create... They have, like, a communities program kind of in Eastern European... Eastern Europe where like girls after school you can like they have programs to like be like independent ladies let's Mm. get it um and help with homework or a lot of countries they teach English um or set up like agriculture and wells and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like it's different and they try to get people that have had a career in different things and help develop but yeah, it, and develop it's communities and Yeah, cities. it's a two-year uh, commitment. Do they tell you about, like, where you're going to be, like, going beforehand? Or is it like you have to sign up for two years and they just pick a place where they send you? So you sign up and you give your preference. Mm-hmm. But, like, straight out of college, they're pretty much like, you're going to teach English. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't have faith in your <laughs> skills <laughs> levels <laughs> at all. Yeah. Coming straight out of college. So that's kind of what they told me. And... I met a guy the other day at my rock climbing gym who lived in China teaching English for two years. Oh, cool. That sounded pretty cool. One of my friends went to Thailand. He did that in like Phuket, Thailand. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those like beach resort towns. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I should have went to go. I tried to do that. Do you need an English degree to do that? Or you need a college degree? Just a college degree. Speak English fluently. Yeah. Damn. All right. If comedy fails, I'm just going to go teach English. Do it. I almost did. I almost went to China. (laughs) The lady messaged me back and they're like, China may not be the best place for you to go right now. Oh, no. <laughs> with uh, some of the relations that they have with African-Americans. Yeah. Here's some other pro- spots that you may go to. But me, white American guy, I could be a doctor out there. <laughs> you straight up. You <laughs> I put on a lab coat, they'll let me do surgery. Nah, you it's put like on the opposite of here where they're like, in his country, he was a doctor. Yeah. Now he's a janitor. They're like, he was a janitor. Now he's a doctor. Bro, you pull up in that bitch. Straight up. You put on a seat. You're a CEO in a suit, bro. Like, they, they did that, uh, that that Vice documentary thing on there. Yeah. About white white guys, guys for hire. <laughs> yeah, just being white in, in China. And they would just like have this guy. He like they had they were opening a brand new like state of the art medical center and he was the keynote speaker he's not even a doctor he's not, <laughs> he has no degree he's just this white guy and he goes in a suit he wrote a speech that he you put on a lab coat yeah he, oh he just and he wrote his speech from wikipedia yeah <laughs> and, and doctors are all in there taking notes on this guy's talk yeah, as he like That's opens crazy. it up i'm like that would be the life this sounds like a nathan fielder sketch yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy because now, like, anything that, like, I would think is so outlandish mm-hmm. is not even a sketch anymore. It's just, like, the real world we live in. Like, the it's gotten – I feel like a lot of people felt that way when, like, Trump was in office. Like, all the headlines are, like – this is straight from like Saturday Night Live headlines, like Weekend Update, and this is just real life. Like, yeah. where do the jokes go? When yeah, there's like, that page, not the Onion. <laughs> it's like things you think would be a joke. That's crazy. So you didn't go into the Peace Corps? No. Well, I my cousin was like, my friend has this apartment opening in New York. Do you want to move? Mm-hmm. And so I said, yeah. And then like a week later, the Peace Corps was like. We placed you, and I was like, ooh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where they placed you? 
Um, West Africa. <laughs> oh, shit. That would have so. been different. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little south. but a little yeah. south Africa? Yeah, a little I'm, south. I'm a jaded white lady that was like, I've already been to Africa, so <laughs> no, thank you. Have you been to Africa? I have, yes. Where'd you go in Africa? I've been to Morocco, Namibia, cool South Africa, mm. Malawi. Why have you been to so much Africa? Is this all one trip? I think that's all my Africa. Was it multiple trips or all at once? Uh, multiple. I did semester at sea in college, so I yeah, hit. Once you go, <laughs> once you, go <laughs> <laughs> you keep going back and back. <laughs> like, um, yes. And then uh, summers between freshman and sophomore year of college, I went and built schools there for two weeks. So, so it's kind of Peace Corps-ish. Yeah. What was the coolest spot in Africa that you went to? Um, Cape Town is really cool and dope, and everybody should check it out. Yeah. I, I also really hate when white people have more experience about Africa than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not even like a it's just like a visceral you, like you've never been back, right? You know, so like when I went to a, I was in a, I went to go visit my uncle in uh, California, and he like had all these teachers that he like work with, and a bunch of them like spent a bunch of time in Africa, and they're like, oh yes, yeah, that time in the Congo. I'm like, bitch. You're telling me about the Congo? <laughs> Damn it, you're right. <laughs> She's just like, yes, we were there. You remember Okonkwo? It's <laughs> like, oh, motherfucker. This bitch has white women telling me about Africa and speaking the gala to me. And I'm like, I don't know why this irks me so much, but it does. No, I... No, not too much. I would understand language why. language out there? No. I'm so bad with <laughs> languages. Like, mm. not my skill set. Plus, th- like, most of them speak english already right so yeah when i went to europe they were like they speak english here don't even bother <laughs> trying to learn dutch they're like you're never gonna get it <laughs> they're like you, they just let you try they're like let's try dude. i didn't try i didn't try <laughs> to learn, learn one phrase except i feel like all the like like spain and portugal they are like no we're sticking to our languages yeah, they speak spanish there so well i think the french might be like that too yeah the French are the worst. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely the worst. They're Canadian French are the worst. Quebec now, oh. you have to speak French out there. Really? For real. It's yeah. crazy. They make you do that? They like make you speak French out there? Like they won't speak English? Yeah, like every business has to be like French speaking. That's and like all the signs, everything's in French. You're in yeah. Canada. Why do you care? <laughs> it, yeah. I In New York, the company I worked for, we had a factory in Quebec City, which is like kind of letter kenny-esque but french canadian mm-hmm. and yeah we, we can communicate with probably 75 percent of the people because they only spoke french <laughs> i bet you those motherfuckers went home and spoke english they only spoke french to you. <laughs> they just refused it was like we will not speak english for your american <laughs> fucking hassle they go home and get wine drunk and just start talking <laughs> <shit> <laughs> that's what they do you it's just french people get drunk and start speaking english mm-hmm. like, that's the awesome. thing do you think everyone, do you think like French people, like we do like a oh, French accent, oh, like we fuck with them? Do you think they do the same thing with like American accents? Yeah, they yeah. Hello. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they always do the Valley Girl. That's like the common one. Yeah. It's like every British person can do like an American accent. They probably do Kardashian vocal fry now. Yeah. That's replaced like, Valley Girl. Super vocal fry or um like country accents, like country one. Like, well, howdy, I'm from America. Was Valley Girl a thing when you were in OC or was it all <coughs> vocal fry? at that point i mean i say like 
like it's nobody's business. So this is the difference between vocal fry and Valley Girl. Like I, I guess I haven't been able to distinguish the difference. Vocal fry is just like this. And I'm like so chill. Like I'm super calm. Where Valley Girl is more of oh my god. A lot of upspeak. Yeah. What Jesse's saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put an exclamation point at the everything you say because like. Have you ever seen Clueless? Years since I watched Clueless. That's Valley Girl yeah. and Kardashians is the new the new version where it's just Velcro. Well, she's from Beverly Hills. True. I've never watched the Kardashians. Is that like I lump all like rich white girls together in California? <laughs> You're all from the Valley to me. We are <laughs> rich white. Yeah, that's true. Calabasas. Um. What about what were you asking? Wait, about so then you ended up in uh, New we, York. We're How on the we Katie Felton journey. We're in New yeah. York now. Yeah, we're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> you went to Africa. New York. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I moved to New York because I was like, I'm going to be an a- advertising account executive. Look at me go. Strong, independent woman. And then that really failed. And I lived there for two years. Did you do comedy out there? I did not. Did you work for any ad agencies? I did not. So what did you do while you were out there? I worked for an awards company. Like what? Like like the Grammys? No, that'd be cool. Um, but <laughs> you work for Academy Awards? Like what awards? Um, just so when banks like uh, do mergers and acquisitions and uh, public offerings and all these types of things, they help the companies accomplish this. Mm-hmm. And as part of their like look at what we did they make a little award that talks oh. about it and my company made that but you my make like trophies and ribbons and things no or you just, coordinate ceremonies just like loose site things that people put on their desks to be like on oh. this date we trophies. went public <laughs> but they did call them trophies but yeah. it's like not like a bowler trophy but it looks like a piece of glass with the letters yeah. inside of it yeah those are those are fancy i like that they ain't got no awards for that yeah <laughs> we need to get trophies. one of those for the podcast <laughs> yeah. we should we, should we, get a we need a 200 subscriber loose yes. trophy <laughs> i can hook you up i'll reach out yeah put us in contact some people in the trophy <laughs> yeah my big claim to fame was um we i started like doing the one-off weird things and my friend had another friend that worked for this music company and they did an awards night Mm -hmm. and uh one of the awards went to beyonce probably it doesn't like live with her probably lives with somebody else probably lives in the trash yeah (laughs) and then skrillex and i was like cool hell yeah that's dope (coughs) but and i got to go to the ceremony and they gave out free phones that was like the best Whoa. free phone yeah so you just showed up and you got an iphone or what not samsung. an iphone oh, yeah samsung. <laughs> samsung samsung just, they got piles of those things dude. <laughs> that was my most like i'm living the good life in new york so then you're just did you get like a spa gift gift uh, certificate or anything no that would have been super cool see that's why you got to sleep with Derek jeter he used to give out gift baskets with iphones in them Ooh. yeah so get, Derek jeter was giving out legit gift baskets i was trying to fuck jeter i was trying to True. like word i need yeah. I, need, I, need, I need to update I my would, phone i think he was dating some famous model when i lived there yeah so. it checks out yeah i don't know if you know this but what year were you in uh in new york 2012 to 14 mm-hmm. so sandy right hurricane yeah. sandy you yeah through that? I, li- I survived you're, you're a fucking survivor you're so brave Nemo. 
Nemo. I did it. You and it fluttered out. You were uh, higher up. No, it didn't even hit like our side of the island. What part of New York were you in? Manhattan. Oh, okay, so you were like, yeah, you were in the shits, which is crazy because like, I, until I went to New York, I didn't realize that like New York City is a very small portion of New York. Yes. Like you're just oh you just enter New York, you cross a couple of bridges, that's fucking everybody. And then you go like outside of that thing and you're like in the middle of fucking nowhere. I didn't right. know Manhattan was an island until like ten years ago, probably. Like I thought like Brooklyn and everything was just all like together. Yeah. I'm like, why does it take so long to get from place to place? And I'm like, oh, because like there's one fucking bridge yeah. that yeah. goes there and then yeah. everyone's on that fucking bridge at the same goddamn yeah. time. I every thought day. everything was just so close together and it's like, no, it's very spread out. No. It's hard to get to. No. Yeah, yeah, it is annoying. Well, I stayed at my friends in Bushwick and then I like got locked out of his apartment <gasps> and the only other person I knew was in Manhattan. Oh, fr- no. So like I just like asked somebody how I, I looked it up on my phone before it died and just got on a train and just like rode it. And it was like it took so long. It was like, why is this taking so fucking long? <laughs> you went from like super outside to. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. A, that's a track. And, and then I just happened to remember where he lives from, like, the time I was there before. Oh. And then some guy was walking into his apartment, so then I just, like, walked in after I'm the I'm impressed. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> but then was your friend, like, freaked out because you just showed up? He knew I was in town that weekend. I think I saw him the night before, but he okay. didn't know I was about to show up. Okay. Surprise. Yep. I was just like, yo, what's up, dude? I'm locked out of Joe's apartment and my phone's dead. Can I chill here? And he's like, yeah, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. And I was like, sick. <laughs> so That's I fun. just, like... I charged my phone. I was like, Joe, I'm over here now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Joe. I'm over here now. (laughs) Whatever, Joe. (laughs) It's like, I I do love that aspect about New York that you can't really get anywhere else. It's like, one, just being able to hop on a train. It does take a little bit of a long time, but like you think about how much distance you're covering. Like Austin is kind of spread out, but it's pretty small. Like everything's like 10, 15 minute drive away. Like nothing really takes any time to get to. Mm-hmm. Only just traffic is the only thing that adds time to it. Like New York, there's always something popping. You can just hop on a train and it's like you're on a whole different thing when something's popping out. Versus here, it's like 9 p.m. Whataburger is the only thing open still. Like mm. that shit happens quick out here. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how just small. Like there's like two streets yeah. you can hang out on. True. Yeah, if yeah. you're not on six, you're on rainy. If you're not in it, like, we're not really in the nightlife culture, though. We were. We we do we went to like trying to be. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I was in the streets. <laughs> I was in the streets for a minute. And I was yeah. out in these streets. Yeah, you would find random fucking bars and shit or after parties and yeah, I w- people would keep a bar open late or something. Oh, like you, yeah, you you can do this, but you find out like you're just in the same places. <laughs> it's just like one little block of all these things. Yeah. Like there's not really much outside of that. Yeah, you're right. still like a street off of Sixth Street or something. Like yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh shit, we went to the spot. You're like, oh no, what, bitch, I'm on Ninth. Like we didn't go anywhere. Yeah. All right. But also when you live in cities like that, like you, it's the same as far as you just go to the same five bars that you know versus really trying to venture out because... Yeah, you're not going to take headache. a 45-minute yeah. train ride somewhere. Well, I mean, that's just that's a decision, though. That's like the option to make that decision. Like, New York gives you that option. Here, you True. can't just be like, yo, I'm going to go have a wild-ass night in Bronx and then just take a fucking 45-minute train to get there. You know, you're just mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm going to go to the other side of Fifth Street. You, know you don't what I'm go like, drive to Waco and be like, I'm here to party. <laughs> I tried one time. <laughs> one time. You ever been to Waco? <laughs> no one's in Waco trying to party. The biggest, the most populated part of Waco is the traffic on I-35. There's no one else in Waco. Isn't Baylor in Waco? 
outside of Waco. I don't know. I just know Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah, no, Baylor's around there, which as a 32-year-old man going around college towns looking to party is a bold strategy. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm not against it. Shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. Do your thing. Yeah, dog. (laughs) (laughs) But... You know, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to Baylor, Jesse. Yeah. Let's, let's go in there. You want to go to some college parties? Let's pop. We went to College Station and Ben got called the N word. Uh, like ten minutes min- in there, like not <laughs> even oh like God. five minutes. We there, just yeah. got out of the car and they're like, "What up, Negro?" I was like, "Fuck, that was quick." Yeah. <laughs> what? I was like, yeah. Shout out to Texas. That <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mary Catherine Bryant was like, "Oh, we gotta walk down this one alleyway. It's so cool." So we walked down this. I figured if there was like rocks on the ground or bottle something. caps, bottle, like caps, bottle caps were on the ground. Alley. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're walking through there, and then some old drunk dude with like one eye just starts yelling, "What's up, my <laughs> Negro?" Yeah, so yelling, I was like, "Come back here!" And I was like, "Whoa!" We just kept. I was like, "Damn, this is what happens when you leave Austin. You're in Texas. That's yeah. a different yeah. place." That is true. And they were like marquee signs that said like "Take your damn mask off" or something, and it oh, was like no. misspelled and everything. <laughs> like, now we're in Texas. Baby. Yeah. Hell yeah, buddy! We just shot guns for fun. Pew, 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 pew. That is where. Yeah, A and M is so. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting. Yeah, yeah. MK is an uh, she's a an Aggie alum, so she was excited oh, to be there. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're in New York and you've been there for two years, and you're like, yeah, things aren't going the way you plan. No, I'm very sad. I only know like six people, mm-hmm. and so then I'm like, I'm gonna move, and I want to move to another city but not so big or expensive as New York and where I know more than like three people. So Mm. Austin fit that criteria. And so I moved sight unseen, never visited. You had college friends here or something? I had two college friends here and then a group of friends from back home. Like one is my best friend from high school and then she got me into roller derby and some roller derby Uh, people. Okay. That's dope. So, at what point were you like, yo? Are all those people still here? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> they are. Yeah, and expanded. Like, the, I moved in with my good friend from college and her boyfriend at the time. They're married with a child. Uh, and everybody else has gotten married and or had children. Mm-hmm. Then And then at what point were you like, maybe I should start comedy? You know, like, what was going on there? I felt like sad in New York would be the time to start comedy. You're like, yeah, I, true. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't think like, I always had an appreciation for comedy, but I feel like all of my groups of friends were always really funny. So I wasn't like, I'm the standout funny person in this group of people. We would just like riff together. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved here, People at my office job were like, oh, you're funny. Like, you should do comedy. And I was like. Ooh, you're one of those stories. What? No. <laughs> but, like, keep it coming. <laughs> and, like, Have you ever been to a comedy show before you did comedy? Yes. I've been to a lot of comedy shows. And, like, my dream in high school was to be on SNL. So, mm. like, you know, comedy dreams, but never really pursued it. But I had been to one stand-up show. No, actually, maybe two or three before I started. My first one, though, my girlfriend bought me tickets to see Steve-O do stand-up comedy. Oh, no. On his first big tour, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a Steve-O super fan, like jackass super fan. Yeah. 
And then I saw Bo Burnham and Anthony Jeselnik all in the same venue in Boston. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That so you, how did you know about comedy if you hadn't really seen it? I mean, I guess it's in the I ether, but. I was a stand-up nerd since I was a kid. Oh, okay. Like, all I watched was like Comedy Central and listen okay. to albums. So you hadn't seen it live, but no. seen stand-up. Yeah, that's what I meant. I hadn't seen it live. Gotcha. Like barely. But I didn't know that like, open mics were a thing until I was like 29. Yes. Same. Yeah. I don't like I had been to the I lived on Riverside. So I had been to the Buzzkill show. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were having a mic, but like usually as a person outside of comedy, if you're not dating a comic, like it's not like you're like, let's go see an open mic or even know where the open mics happen. Some people are into it. I'll see girls on dating apps be like, let's go to a comedy open mic or and like judge all the comics interesting yeah i mean that's not a bad first date idea. no i didn't know that was a thing comedy is a bad first date because you can't talk to the other person well you're not supposed True. to talk to the other person yeah <laughs> um but yeah if you go to buzzmill you can sit like at a back table and be like terrible oh i went one time ben were you there these people had open mic comedy bingo cards that they made they weren't comics yes i know who you're talking about and i looked and a lot of the spaces were were marked except one that said good joke uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like 15 people deep and i looked over i'm like what the fuck is this about <laughs> this is bullshit the 50 comics you haven't heard one good joke come on you guys are cunts that is pretty funny i haven't seen I those like, people that's hilarious i was actually. like this is complete bullshit <laughs> but like bad joke was like clearly x'd out <laughs> i have a racist joke it was a very <laughs> it was a very woke card yeah <laughs> I, I, nev- I called him out on stage did, did yeah. they- <laughs> i was like i was like i was like what comic am i like the 17th i was like these people have opened my bingo a good joke is not it's <laughs> <laughs> funny that's great i've never been to an open i've never been to like a comedy show until i started doing like open my comedy i've never i still like even it's probably years into comedy before i went to like watch like an actual comic on a show that I wasn't involved in. just like a place where I knew people that were having a show, like outside of the local comedy scene. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird because it's so different. Like when you go watch somebody that people like paid to go watch versus like if you go watch somebody that people are like, we're just going to go watch a comedy show and we have no idea who these people are. This is like the brain of men versus the brain of women. Why? Both of you guys are just like, I was into comedy but not enough to go see it live. <laughs> and I'm just going to do it myself. I know I can do a great job. Where I'm like, I've been to like 5 million comedy shows. I'm analyzing these people and I'm like, can I do it? Well, I mean, like I basically studied it my whole life. <laughs> I mean, I, I just had to see it live. I watched a lot of comedy like, like, uh, like videos. I'd watch a lot of stand up. Like I right. watched a lot of like Def Jam and stuff, but I just never watched it live. I just but. always, but I, but it is funny because guys do have that irrational confidence. That like that's ninety percent about being a guy is just having. I don't know why I believe I can do this. I don't know why I have any confidence mm. whatsoever or any. And what do you have to do? Oh, hang out every night. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be funny. I can do. That. I figure this shit out, dude. I yeah. fucking got this. That's like ninety percent about being a guy. It's just irrational confidence. Like yeah. You just have no reason why you should be as confident as you are in anything. But you look at like anybody, like a successful guy, and you're just like, oh, no, this dude has zero. Like Elon Musk. 
zero reason why he should be so confident in what he's doing. <laughs> like, even if he's been a successful, you watch him and you're like, this dude's a fucking nerd. Like, it's, every dude is just out there, irrational confidence, out the gills. That's 90% about being a guy's irrational mm-hmm. confidence. Yeah. That's, that's what you need to go talk to a girl. Like, that's anything successful dude. You imagine the first dude that was like, yo, I'm going to fucking build a city and become a king. That's a very irrational thought. You're like, yeah, I'm going to rule all of these people mm. just on pure brawn and brain power alone. Like, what, what, what gave you the ability to think you could do that? Some dude was yeah. like, yeah, I, got, I fucking got this. Like, that's, that's all being a dude is, irrational confidence. Truly, though. But do you, like, I, the young kids will never know, like, how influential Comedy Central was to like our generation of comedians because mm. I definitely watched that so much. But as a comedian now, do you feel any way about just like watching specials on TV or YouTube because that's like the best show, you know, that's like the best clip they got versus like knowing now in person, like you're. I feel like I'm finally Not, coming. Well, to now this. I know, like, because I listen to a lot of podcasts too. Yeah. <clears throat> so they'll be like, "Yeah, the special wasn't the best show on the tour." Okay. Because there's like a different energy to a special too. Yeah. So I realized that watching it, like, I love Tim Dillon. I've seen him live down here a few times, and uh, but his special just doesn't have that energy that like seeing him with the creep of the vulture. Yeah, that's has. true. He he's one of the weird ones where I feel like. But, like, I'm aware that the it, audience is, like, weird because they were at a special taping. Right. Um, he does a lot of clubs, and well, he shot this in a yeah. theater. You're so. also just, like, arbitrarily picking a city to do that you've, like, done well in the past. Mm-hmm. But, like, and you think t- ticket sales will be good. But yeah. I don't know. The more I do comedy, the more I'm like, oh, it's just about, like, being mediocre and then having some night that really hit <laughs> is that am i having the wrong idea about this well it's because every night you never know what's gonna be like it's like you kind of have to decipher and sometimes you're like like for example some audiences like the other night i did a show in the audience where just like they were not doing any material but if you did any like crowd work or riffing they loved it but like one you have to a decipher that quickly and b you have to have then that in your bag and skill set to do. Like it's mm-hmm. like figuring yes. out the right audience for your skill set to have like the best shows and not every night is gonna give you that opportunity. Right. But I feel like someone like Tim Dillon too is like a lot of what Tim Dillon does best like is like rounding and crowd work and kind of riffing. Like mm-hmm. that stuff doesn't come off as well in a special as it does like when you're in the audience especially someone right. like even like big J, like he does all this crowd work stuff but that doesn't come across as well when you're watching that on a special versus like when you were in the room and felt the energy and right everything that was happening it still works on a special but like being it, there yeah well, it, just it, being it, there live in general right. yeah it works it just doesn't work as well it doesn't work as it doesn't come across as strong as it would otherwise mm. i feel like yeah. for a lot of that but mm. also do you feel like Austin is more of a crowd work city than Boston or may just having an experience I together? I feel like a lot of people want to be crowd work comics out here because they're lazy and they don't want to write. You'll oh, see a lot of that at open mics and it's like, you just don't want to write a joke and you're like, I want to be a, I want to write on stage to be a crowd work guy. And it's like, have you ever written a joke? Interesting. There's a lot of new young comics I'm talking there about. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I do notice a lot of Austin rooms do, like, if somebody, 
if they're trying their material and then they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to do crowd work, they have the best set of the night. Crowd work always works better because it's in the moment and people are like, oh, this is like special to us. And like they know you're just coming up with it off the top of your head. So it's like way more impressive. And I think audiences, like the younger audiences, like. Crowd work clips are ruining a generation too. Yeah. But like, yeah, younger audiences, they don't like material as much. Like I've noticed just younger audiences general, they just like the riffing and the crowd work and the most like random out there stuff. Because that's all they're seeing on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're so used to seeing on all the clips, on all the shows. Everything's kind of a they're like, I'm going to be in the the clip. Right. Exactly. But they don't understand we're just clipping that so we can use our actual jokes later. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. But like when you leave Austin, I found you get a lot of different audiences and usually they're older audiences because Austin like as a city in general is kind of young everyone that lives like in the city is a lot yeah. like younger millennials or whatever Gen Z people are here when I was in Jacksonville I just did material and it worked yeah it, it works yeah. on older audiences because yeah. they want to hear material they want to hear well thought out ideas and thoughts like that they don't like and that's why it's like it's funny because you'll do a show with like some comic that like kills here or has like a bit that murders here in front of like these young like mid late 20s early 30 year olds or whatever Gen Z kids and millennials or whatever then they go do like a middle aged audience you go to Georgetown and yeah, bomb your ass and they up. just go bomb because they're like what the fuck are you talking about you talked about jizz and you said jizz splat and that was supposed to be your fucking killer punchline they're like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about I bomb about? pretty hard out there yeah and it's just it's a different vibe and that's yeah. just kind of figuring out what that works Katie when uh when can people see your show where's it at um, will this come out before Thursday? Uh, no, it'll come out next Monday. Okay, Do you have then a regular, like, date come to Last Stand Brewing the second and fourth Friday of the month. Hell yeah, dude. Lipstick. I'm on one of those. Yeah. I think I'm on one of those as well. You, I think you guys are on the same show. Nice, I'm pretty sure you guys nice. are February 24th. Yeah. Hell yeah. Does time. that sound good? Yeah. Sounds right. It's in my calendar somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> my February's filling up. My January's a little light right now. Sorry. Yeah. Start of the new year, baby. You're at the Cap City, hanging out at the door. People can yeah, see you, you can come see me handing out tickets at Cap City. <laughs> Cap City, bitch. Cap Cap City, bitch. That should be their shit. I just play should. that everywhere. Cap City remix. Ten, exactly. ten, ten. Tickets is our limit, bitch. Thanks for hanging out with us, Katie. Yeah, thanks for yeah. letting well, me is be. Is AI gonna kill all of us? Answer this question. No, I hope that I become the voice of all AI moving forward. <laughs> yeah. That's my goal. You might be the voice of this podcast. We'll have yeah. you do the intro. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for letting me be a lonely man for a day. No, now we're men's with friends. That's yeah, <laughs> men's with friends. <laughs> lonely men's with friends. <laughs> Lonely Men's Plus. Bye, guys. Peace.